This week, Germany's party of stability and continuity finally ends three years of infighting by picking a chancellor candidate no one likes, while the Greens keep cool and pick Annalena Baerbock. Plus, Angela Merkel has to defend lobbying in China for a bunch of criminal fraudsters, and Meghan and Conrad drink some Johnny and Ginger. Es geht alles schief! Another episode of Megan's Megacan. My name is Megan. I'm here with ex Berliner magazine and Conrad Werner. Good evening, Conrad. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Did you have a good week? Yes. Good. It was my birthday this week. It was your. I was hoping you were going to talk about it. <laughs> well, nothing amazing happened. I, I had a little drink and uh, my kidneys ached the next day. That goes to show what happens when you keep having birthdays. Yes, yes. Maybe the two were unrelated. I don't know. You keep yeah. like drawing parallels. Maybe you just had aching kidneys. But that might also be due to too many birthdays. Well, I just meant, you know, you keep getting older and then things start aching, don't they? In this case, it was my kidneys. That's what happens. But, so, you know. Unfortunately. It's um, fine, though. Will, you, will we just solve the problem with more alcohol? Yes, please. Good. Because um, it's your birthday, I brought your Johnny and Ginger because I know that oh. you like them. And I'm also having a Johnny and Ginger in honour of you. And I remember to clean them this time. They Good. were a little bit like sandy or something coming out of your spatie. Really? Just... Yeah, though, my God, I love your spatie. It's a brilliant spatie. Cheers. What do you like about my spatie? It's got everything. It's even got oat milk. They're super friendly. Um, they're unusually friendly, aren't they, for They're spirity. really friendly. They always say, have a nice weekend. To be fair, though, I am just some woman who gets off the bus <laughs> literally every Friday at the same time, more or less. <laughs> I get off the bus just outside that spatey, walk in, buy two megacans, and then they don't see me for another week until I do exactly the same thing again. So they, so, think, they must think that you come all the way there on the bus just to get your megacans. Just mega to cans. get my megas. It's, it, they do also have a really good mega selection, and they're not super expensive. Though they've got a weird pricing scale where things that are not Jack Daniels are like a full euro cheaper or something. But no, these no, no, delicious Johnny and Gingers yeah. with top quality... Johnny Walker whiskey, yeah. red label, delicious. Oh, it's great, yeah. It's like three fifty, which is great. Paid freaking five euros for a mega the other day. Jesus, you'd think that we'd get some kind of discount by now, from somewhere. Please, please, <laughs> just give us the goddamn Megacan sponsorship. That's the only reason we do this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Maybe we need to just start. Talking more about the megas, less about the news, because as I just said to you, I have lots of appetite for booze tonight, but very little appetite for the news. Well, I suppose we should do the, the public service part of our podcast first. What bullshit nonsense can we do? Can't we do? What's going on in so the, the world of coronavirus? So thanks to the new nation nationwide lockdown centralized power that has come into force this week and the Bundes for an emergency break it has taken a terrifyingly long period of time to deploy yeah um so apparently there are going to be like slightly stricter rules from this weekend including you can't leave your house after 10 p.m unless you're going for a jog weirdly right, but presumably we could all still go and roll around in schools <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and offices can we do that we're still doing that and then getting on the trains to and from and uh breathing on each other yeah yeah so that is the public service part of it what else was there? so yeah you can't go outside after berlin has already kind of had this in place anyway but really now they are saying no going out of your house between 10 and 5 right you can go walking or jogging until midnight but only alone so that's a rule for men presumably or not a rule for men it's a rule for anybody <laughs> who's not a sort of like strongish man great i always think that sort of more more physically strong males that don't fear other people need fewer rules to apply to them so i'm delighted yeah is but that it can't they're gonna they're gonna close um the galleries again and the museums over a certain incident yeah yeah and the schools will go into automatic homeschool after or distance learning after 165 i think it is 160 incidents rate 165 per 1000 100,000 people yeah for okay. people not in germany we're obsessed with the incidence rate that's the only rate that seems to matter which is the how many people per 100,000 have been di- diagnosed with corona in the last i guess every country chooses its metric Every country is playing the Corona bingo game and they've all got different cards <laughs> with different little measures on them at this point. And they're just going, yeah, well, that's on my sheet. Right, we're doing that. Grand. Bingo. Sorry, I really, I don't mean to be a flippant asshole who's saying that these measures aren't important. They really are. All we can do as citizens is try and follow them or be as sensible as possible. You and I were both got tested today. Yes. I tested myself, which is much less pleasant. Did you get right in there with the... Swab. I really did. I do it in front of the mirror. It's grim. But I'm like, watch good. some students yeah. test, test themselves this week. They were so good. They were fucking brilliant. Tiny children right up there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we're all just a little tired. And yeah, it's okay to be are. tired. So, do you want to hear the other news yes, this week? Yes, God, yes. So this has been a big week in the election campaign, which is actually kind of an election special, because this is the this is the week when the internal wrangling in the two parties switched because they, they switched into election campaign mode because they yes. both chose their chancellor candidate. I'm talking about the CDU the CSU. The Frage. The, they answered the Frage. Frage. Antwortet. Uh, Danke schön. Oh, I failed that exam, by the way. <laughs> well. Thanks, Sinat, for Bildung. I'm really loving, loving your work this year. I mean, I deserve to fail, but still. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's anyway. Difficult talking to me. <laughs> So they both answered the, the, their K question, mm-hmm. which was, who do you want to be chancellor? <laughs> okay, so the first party to answer it were the Greens. Even they put on a, a little show. Not they didn't really. <laughs> but they had like a little announcement in a, in, an, in a venue. Yeah. And it was very clear. And uh, Robert Harbeck, who was one of the candidates that they wanted to have, he came and introduced the actual winner, Aww. who was Annalena Baerbock. They made a big point of about, uh, about how it was like a united decision. And they have been, uh, they, they are both co-leaders of the party yeah. anyway. 
And they did something quite interesting when they became co-leaders, which was have a joint office, which is not usually done. Normally, the two co-leaders have each an office. Oh, so, that is interesting. So they had, the, had a joint office, which means they had a joint spokesperson and all this other kind of stuff, and their joint chief of staff, like someone who organizes them. So they kind of, they, they that was their vision from the very beginning since 2018 when they when they became leaders and they were elected uh, i remember them being elected that seems longer no it seems shorter okay well anyway and then she did a speech annalena baerbock and it went down very well and she came across very confident and she's she's very young she's only 40. she is very young people are kind of excited yeah i'm usually excited when there was there's a woman yeah and uh mainly and she's a mother as well. This is um, the first time that's ever happened as a chancellor candidate mother. But yeah, we've had lots of fathers. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, and, uh, and then the next day, the <laughs> so in in co- <laughs> what we're trying to do, I believe here, is build a sort of contrast, eh? Uh, yeah. The Greeks come out. He. Yeah. is magnanimous in his defeat, Habeck, and he's like, look, here's our new leader. We share things. We communicate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, and he, you know, he said, like, I would have liked to have done it, but uh, I, I, we, we, we had many discussions about oh, who should do it. And I think, and there was a, a vote, an internal vote, and the whole thing was that it was never leaked. He's a slightly different character as well, he, uh, Habeck, and I think they chose... Baerbock because she's more pragmatic and steely, and he's more Pragmatic of a, is a word I've heard... A few people use about yeah, her. That's her reputation. Whereas he is more of a, like an intellectual. He speaks Danish <laughs> and translates Danish into German. Like he was, a, um, a lot of people are saying like it would be really amazing if she became chancellor because she. It, it, the one thing about her is that she has no experience of government at all. He's been a minister in uh, Schleswig-Holstein, where he's from. Um, so where's she come from? She's an elected MP. She ran an office of an MEP before that. Okay, okay. But she hasn't really. She has not. She, she's not like a. Like normally, you, you, they they become ministers in some other party and everything like that. So okay, okay, but she hasn't bit... done. Okay, interesting. So yeah. What are her politics like, and does that matter? Do we know? They want to um, legalize cannabis. That was yeah. the thing that the thing they wanted to and they announced. Like living in Berlin, I'm like, <laughs> what? It's how illegal. could we be doing? How could it be more? <laughs> but I do understand that, that would be good in lots of ways for. So they want to legalize weed. Cool. She's a woman. Sweet. Yeah, I mean the thing about the Greens is they really want to be the next big tent party. I talked a bit about this last week. Mm-hmm. They want to mm-hmm. be. And she, when she made her speech, she was really like, I, "I'm making an offer to the whole of Germany." And she kept emphasizing that the whole of society uh, is should be feel included in the green agenda and everything like that. So she's um, so they they, yes. they, they I'm want not to bring sure. In- I'm not sure if that can be possible <laughs> to be honest. And this is, I guess, maybe my concern with the Green Party in general is just like they're not really like we really need a pretty radical. Yeah, they're um, not. They're not gonna. They're, they're not gonna come across as radical. Even if they want to do radical things, the last thing they do are gonna do, want to do is come across as radical. Okay. And I think that that is another reason why they chose Baerbock because she is someone who can really stay on message. Whereas Robert Harbeck might have been someone who would have started to sort of chat. Sorry, He's like, going off in Danish would be lovely, <laughs> but maybe not quite. He'd well. like waffle on. She'd say like, 
this is what we want to do and then okay anyway so yeah well people i like say it. get her in give her a chance because yeah. they are the biggest threat to this <laughs> cdu would you although what will probably happen i think the cdu are the biggest threat to the cdu <laughs> at the moment they're just like what <laughs> so what will probably happen is that the CDU will win despite everything, despite all the polls and everything, and, and despite the fact that the very next day the CDU picked Armin Laschet. After all, after all that, they picked him anyway, even though like a week ago they were going to pick him, and then they didn't pick him because. And then uh, Marcus Zerda was like, "I really, really want to do this. I'm like, this is this is my time. This is my moment." Yeah. He's still really way ahead in the polls, and the built side don't love him. Like he's more, of a, he's like a candidate, you know. And yeah, um, but as I said, we shouldn't make any major decisions with our <laughs> pandemic brains. Like I spent, you sent me a picture of the young Mar- Marcus Suda the other day, and I idly <laughs> fantasized about him for about ten seconds, and I <laughs> really, you know. So no, and you wouldn't I have think, done that I mean, if hadn't been for the pandemic, probably. Hmm. You probably wouldn't have fantasized him. I about really it. fucking hope not. <laughs> it was just pandemic. We brain. can come back to this. You can send me that picture in like 18 months okay. and I'll be like, oh, or, and then I'll, that'll be it. That'll okay. be, you can intervention me. So I was kind of pleased that it was Lash Up because I was sort of thinking, I really don't want the CDU to be the biggest, sort of most dominant party anymore. I want them to really lose the lose. election. I do. They just, they're so out of touch. They are so not what we need. They're this antiquated, as you always say, like the political wing of Volkswagen. We don't need them. Yeah. They're going to just drive Germany into, and the rest of Europe into this. Yeah. Anyway, however, so. no, I can't think of what I was going to say. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm now had like a little bit of cat, mega can, which is utterly delicious. And I can't remember anything. Shall I carry on talking? You want to? Yeah, you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, good. I think I had a good point, though. Or you I think I had a question, weirdly. I wanted to ask you something. Oh, right. Uh, but it's gone. So, yeah, they, they, uh, they, they had an, an all-night meeting. It was quite dramatic on Monday night after the after the Baerbock thing they the the CDU were meeting up and, it, and you remember I said last week it depends on who they who they let pick. Yeah, so and I was have... like, what? We haven't even decided who's doing the picking. We have to pick the pickers before they pick the yeah. person. So that's why they were talking all night. And this is all the leadership of the CDU. They literally did have to do a vote on who was allowed to vote. And Wolfgang Schäuble, it was the, the, the elder, the tribal elder of the CDU. He's the former finance minister and now the president of the Bundestag. You've yeah. mentioned yeah. him before. And I always like, he's okay. got a role, he's got a role, he's got a role. He's not the president of Germany, president of the Bundestag. But only yeah. after, only immediately after yeah. you say it, do I remember that I knew that. And he's like a really, really senior person in the CDU now because he's been there for so long. And he used to be, you know, Helmut Kohl era. And he was getting really pissed off. It was really funny reading Twitter because he's just shouted into the room, "Es geht alles schief." <laughs> Which I really, I really love. It's all going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gone peaked on. Tempers were frayed, and then the technology kept breaking down. So they had this sort of app which they were voting with, and that broke down twice, and then. Uh, yeah, and at the end of the day, Armin Laschet won, and he won quite. And it was it ended up just being a vote amongst CDU leaders, not the whole all the MPs, yeah. and not certainly not all the members. It was just like the sort of leading CDU people, and and Armin Laschet won quite clearly, like he got seventy five percent of the vote. And then Zerda 
the one in Bavaria who was in Munich the whole time, he had to, he basically had to give up then because the yeah, CDU but there was also quite a long wait. I remember he had only said that if the CDU significantly or like really like clearly vote for me and then there was this whole thing about who gets to pick and he was way more popular not just in polls in the press and stuff but he was also amongst CDU MPs you were saying yeah he was massively the the more favoured candidate yeah. yeah and so then we had to wait for him I had a few colleagues in work and were like well when's this press conference or oh, is it one like do you think he's gonna so yeah, it's been going on for ages and then eventually he gave up and then that was that fair enough I'm a man of my word he said Zerda. he said I am a man of my word I I said if the CDU don't has support he not me. been saying quite often <laughs> last year no I don't want to run for councillor <laughs> well also he said this a week ago he said the exact same thing a week ago he said if the CDU don't want me then I will I will accept the decision and then the whole of the CDU leadership said we don't want him and then he said actually I I didn't mean it I meant to talk to the CDU MPs <laughs> and then the CDU MPs were like yeah I actually quite like him and he went ah well now now and then um he said but I will abide by my word and this time he said it anyway so that was that so it has become oh, uh, is, is is has slunk back he'll come back somewhere to oh, God. Bavaria so it's Lasher v Baerbock right and it's going to be the big yeah the the big hitters I guess yeah I in mean, this election I, I just kind of feel that the CDU will probably win because it's Germany because but, um, they stand for in the psyche of Deutschland stability things just working despite the fact that to my mind, and I understand that it's taken this long in the pandemic for me to completely lose all faith in our governing, governing powers, or not even like the governing powers, but just like how the system fails to function really yeah. in Germany because of how it's set up and then because of whatever, but also because of the CDU. Like, look at this. They can't <laughs> even pick a leader over something like three years. Yeah. I mean, they had... Because we had Merkel step down, then we had... Akaka. Then yeah. it was the whole Lashet thing. Obviously, you know, people caught up within this system. It's only kind of really pushing down on a lot of us now because of coronavirus. Despite showing that they are incapable, to me, just continuing along because they're like doing the same thing and everything's sort of working for most people. But then when stuff really starts to go wrong, you can't you can't stand for continuity and stability unless you're able to sustain that. Well, yeah. You and, can't just and... say in your election posters, we... <laughs> We've had Merkel for a long time and we're the yeah. party of the thing whenever it goes. Exactly. And also this whole vaccine disaster, debacle, fiasco. I just am laughing. Like, I cannot. Has, <laughs> uh, has shown that things like the, 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 even having a competent government and, and the CDU is supposed to be competent is does not mean they're actually competent. They're not. No, no one, but no it's going to be interesting to see whether this sort of brand and that kind of thing about human nature where we really cling on to our sort of tribal understanding of things, even long past the point where it where it, yeah. it's, it's illogical now to say the CDU are the party of stability. Yeah, because sweet Jesus, <laughs> they're not, like they're, they're not just, very stable. They're just not. <laughs> Um, they're absolutely not stable and they've been like embroiled in corruption scandals and everything. Ah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Oh! <laughs> so we've not... Uh, I didn't even a... do that on purpose. Because I want to I get onto this because it's really interesting. Okay, go, because I know nothing about this. Is it going to horrify me? A bit. Right, Wirecard, right. right? Right. So do you remember that there was, I think, the thing called a Wirecard scandal about a year ago, last year? As in 
I remember that and no more. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're about to talk to me about right. an app or a credit card <laughs> or wire. <laughs> Just wire. <laughs> it's either a wire or a card. Uh, no. Or neither. I really, I, I can't. So, actually, you should read... Um, a lot of what I'm going to tell you is comes from the Financial Times, which is all the really good journalists. I should credit them because they've done really good journalism on this. Thank in God English. someone needs it too. I'm exhausted. I'm so, drunk. So Wirecard is now an insolvent company from Bavaria that is what is called a fintech company, financial technology company. Ooh. It's basically cashless banking, a cashless bank account without any branches or anything you don't you, there's no physical bank it's all done online mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of these like so n26 is another one i just joined n26 yeah it's one of those it was one of those Wirecard, and it was supposed to be cutting edge it was a dax listed company that's a big that's a good thing that's like if you're one of the top companies in germany you're listed on the dax in 2019 merkel went to china because she's always going to China and lobbied on behalf of uh, Wirecard, amongst other things. This is what this is. You're doing a horrified face, but that is what they normally. This is what chancellors do. German chancellors. Why again? Because they're the political wing of massive. <laughs> what are you? What? That is that that they consider that as part of their job. They want because. It's a German company that wants to break into the Chinese market. So they go to the president of China. Fair enough. but And they go to the president of China, President Xi, and they say, "Um, this is a great company. You should let this company come in. And then we, you know, it's like, it's it's kind of, that's how they understand their role as chancellor. It's like, she didn't even think about it. She had like a, she had like probably like a list. She went on a plane and then someone gave her a list of companies and they said, these companies are trying to get into the Chinese market. And she went, yeah, yeah, I'll bring that up. And then she, you know, it was like, that's, it was like, it was routine for her, right? So we can just do that. Someone hands them a list and it's routine. These companies are grand, but... Can well, they I have lobbyists. Voluntarily go and get a fucking vaccine. Absolutely not. There's been so, two bazillion clinical trials. Great. So she did that. So she said, like, this is a really good company to the president of China. And oh, at the time, this company was trying to take over a, a, a Chinese similar, doing something similar in China. Okay. So in June 2020, a few months later, it turns out this company was was absolutely just this the total fraudsters they were completely faking their books and they had been for years and they had no money whoa and they and they were just like it was it, it was like bernie madhoff something like that something like it was like a big it was just a big financial i don't know f- don't know fraud. what bernie madhoff is <laughs> he was that fraudster anyway don't that the point is <laughs> the point is that it was all fake. Like they didn't have yeah. any meal money. They just they were just said they had all this money, and they were and they kept like um, faking their accounts. And they had a there's this famous um, one of the big four big consultancy companies called one of them is called EY Ernst mm-hmm. Young, and who had been doing their auditing for them, and they are probably complicit in this. This is like one of the allegations. The guy, the the CEO, he's called Marcus Brown. Is was taken into custody and uh by the bavarian state prosecutors the ceo of wirecard of wirecard okay 
Um, he is now in custody and is being investigated on charges of money laundering, fraud, market manipulation, that kind of thing. People like um, pensioners who invested all their money just lost loads of money. Like loads of people have lost. All, everyone who's invested money and in has, has lost basically all their savings. Oh my god! The the COO, chief operating officer, I believe that is. He's disappeared. Um, he's now wanted by Europol, Interpol. Apparently, he's in Belarus, but no one knows exactly. And in the fallout from this is that there has been a wirecard investigation in the parliament, the parliamentary inquiry. This is like a big thing that the parliament does when there's been like a big scandal. And this has been one of the biggest they've ever done. They've been doing it for the last few months. They've, do, they do, they've already and they've had to accelerate it because they want to get it done before the before September, before the end of the legislative period, because mm-hmm, it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, because then there'll be all new MPs and they don't know if they'll still be there. So they've been they've <laughs> been like ramming it in. They'll get in. <laughs> yeah, so these MPs have been and this is this is really I think this is like democracy in action because this is the MPs have been working around the clock. They've been they've had hundreds and thousands hundreds of thousands of pages of documents to go through. They've had um uh they've they've already sat and interviewed people in parliament. Uh, in this inquiry for 300 hours which is mm-hmm. really a long time That's to do it. That's a long it. time. Um, and this week uh, Merkel had to testify to that inquiry. She did that today, this morning and they said... So- no! <laughs> this goes right to the top right to the very top. Yeah well she had to explain what, how it no came to No wonder I find a, a German language version of John, Griff- <laughs> John Grisham's The Firm <laughs> <laughs> on the street yesterday to Verschenken. So I'm excited. So Merkel testified today to, uh, to explain why she lobbied for this company in China. Someone gave me a sheet on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so what did she say? She said uh, that. <laughs> well, yeah, she said like she said this was totally routine. She said Wirecard was and did not get any any treatment that any other German company would get. Uh, at the time, no one knew that it was a fraudulent company. You know, she said like she said that I can't. You know, this is part of my job, and um, obviously, I'm really sorry that this has happened. Uh, but I, you know, I, it's not my fault. Which is also the line that was taken by Olaf Scholz. Do you remember Olaf Scholz? I do. He's our. Finance minister. Exactly. Yes, which is different to the minister for the economy. Yes. Those are different things. And I know this now. So he's like the chancellor of the exchequer under a system that I don't understand any better, really. And he had to (laughs) testify yesterday. So they both testified this week. Right. And with him, it is a little bit... The the questions were different because um, he is in charge of Baffin. Baffin is the financial oversight committee uh, authority in Germany. Baffin. It's called Baffin. That's good. <laughs> and because he's the that that comes under the finance ministry, so he's in charge of it. And the finance, the the Baffins, they played a very big role in f- basically failing to do any proper investigation into Wirecard before it all happened. You know, before it all broke out. And, and okay. And they are being accused of essentially protecting this company because it was doing so well and because everyone was investing in it they're being accused of essentially uh protecting this company and not really doing any kind of due diligence and okay so it's like a a lack of due diligence kind of thing they they just didn't 
in the and and the other thing is that um like why did Merkel get involved? It's because it's partly because of a man called Karl Theodor zu Gutenberg. <laughs> Have mercy on me, German people who are naming children. Because and I would love this podcast to continue well into my old age. But it's probably going to take two mega cans by that stage to get through the news. And I will not be able to manage these names at all. <laughs> Who? What? Carl? Carl Theodore. Carl Theodore. That's that's his name. He's a... KT. He, <laughs> you should see his proper name because he's like from a... <laughs> what? Well, he's from a Bavarian aristocratic family. So he has... Oh, Jesus. He, has, he literally has about... Um, 12 names I'm not It's not an exaggeration He has 12 names Right So I'm learning too <laughs> You're learning Carl, Carl Theodor Because that's Theodor what to Gutenberg. Quite a few other people have He was He used to be the defence minister of Germany <clears throat> Under one of Merkel's previous cabinets And Okay After he became defence minister He went on to his real job Which was in business And yes, one of, of his course. His real <laughs> jobs Was uh, As a lobbyist for Wirecard. <laughs> and as it is really of... just you go and do a bit of defense. <laughs> like, this is why it's so bad that we're expecting people like Jens Spahn, CDU <laughs> politician, to really be able to do or really care very much about being health minister because all he wants is the big proper jobs afterwards. Yeah. Where he gets to go and lobby for whatever, for Megabucks. Mind you, he's already got a villa, villa bought yeah. for him by. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of accepted that this is what happens. Um, Which is fine, unless your job is to create a plan that's going to save lives. And you have one you have one year to do it, Jensi. <laughs> one year. <laughs> so Karl Theodor zu Gutenberg um, called up his old boss, Angela Merkel, in 2019. And he said, before you go to China, I just want to tell you about this one company, which is a uh, great company. Um, I think you'll really love it. And she and she confirmed in the hearing today that she had a 45-minute conversation with him. She said she can't actually remember if Wirecard came up, but it is likely that Wirecard came up in that conversation. And, um, and she said, you know, he was a former minister. It is totally normal for a chancellor to speak to a former minister. And Don't you understand who you're <laughs> voting for? We get in, we protect the business, and then the business pays us back. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah. That's the Christian way. Yeah. Sometimes I, I think about that, Christian, and it shocks me. Like, I am shocked mm. that that's what they call themselves. Yeah, I mean, it is a bit shocking, yeah. Um. <sighs> right, so... So that's what happened. I mean, there's going to be that continuing with the inquiry. The, the the CEO had a hearing a few months ago. Marcus Braun, he's called. Where he well, that's a, I can give him that a sensible name. <laughs> I can get my drunken mouth around. He's probably a criminal. Um, I mean, he... like, who isn't in this absolute <laughs> shit show? It just depends where you draw the lines, but like. He had, a, he had apparently his Has hearing it, was hilarious because he um, he sat there for three hours not answering any question. He literally said, um, "I am on advice of counsel. I am not answering this question for three hours." He just said he repeated the same sentence, or he said, "I refer you to my statement." Like, and this is the thing, and I mean, I can laugh, and we can all laugh and say that it's whatever, but like, 
these people are not actually going to be like, this is a horrendous thing about white collar crime is that, you know, all of these people who've lost their savings and all of this stuff, they haven't been reimbursed, presumably, for this. No, they won't be And they have to listen to this, like, laughable thing just because maybe they didn't do their due diligence on a company, but neither did Angela Merkel and the finance minister. They're, like, touting it all about the shop. And, like, of course you do. Like, I just said I joined N26. I have no idea. Hmm. I just, they're snappy. They have an app. Yeah. And it's they easy. did face it's recognition over the phone. It's so easy. Yeah. This is the thing with the legal system that some white collar fi- finance criminal dude can sit there for three hours and piss the whole fucking government about. Whereas like people on the other end of the spectrum are being like brutalized by the police for having like a protest or like having some trying to sell some weed in the park because they've basically been trafficked. White collar crime rarely gets prosecuted, partly because it's really hard to prosecute and partly because they, they were just not the resources to do the, all the investigations. Yeah, because everyone's tied up fucking evicting. You know, you've got 700 cops going down to evict people out of community bars and squats. Yeah. Get all those 700 looking at weird dudes trying to make money in fintech. I didn't even know what fintech meant until today. And I tell you, judging by the dating apps in Berlin, this place is crawling with fintech dudes. And also, (laughs) judging by the dating apps in Berlin, there's an awful lot of (laughs) not very good, not very ethical dudes. So those Venn diagrams are bound to overlap. Get people into investigating that middle of that Venn diagram and get them away from fucking antagonizing protesters and like stopping people from buying a bit of weed in a park in the middle of a pandemic where we all have to stay at home anyway we might as well be fucking stoned <laughs> like i know this sounds it sounds ridiculous and i know i'm always ranting like this but like and it's not that simple it's only not that simple because of the shitball system that we've made and we need to dismantle it can i and also get off the dating apps <laughs> Can I read you um, Carl Theodore's full name? Just I just want just for your <laughs> Fuck reaction. Fuck me! Aye. Go on then. I've I'm on his Wikipedia page. This week. All right, ready. It is. Bring it on, Katie. Let's have it. Carl Theodore Maria Nikolaus Maria. Johann. Maria. <laughs> well, that's a very Catholic thing, isn't it? I only got three in. Carl Theodore Maria Nikolaus Johann Jakob Philipp Franz Josef Sylvester Bull. Freiherr von und zu Gutenberg. He's a former CSC. I think that just reminded me of once when I like went through like weird sort of religious phases as a child. And I was like, I'm going to memorize all the books of the Bible. And I think I knew them at one point, like pretty much, or definitely the New Testament. That just sounds like you've read the contents page of the New Testament to me. And also because he's obviously mad Catholic, probably the Apocrypha as well. Sylvester comes from or what was the other one like Fryman what they're fi- Bull Freiherr von und zu Gutenberg Bull I don't spell know spell that B-U-H-L B-E-U-H-L B-U-H-L B just B-U-H-L oh Bull 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 I thought Freiherr. you were saying an E in there no Bull Freiherr von und zu Gutenberg von und zu yeah. to and from <laughs> 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 oh 
God. Right. Um, okay. So he is a former, <laughs> former German defence minister, now a lobbyist. Uh, do you want to know why he's no longer f- uh, defence minister? Because he was caught up in uh, his his PhD dissertation was basically plagiarised. Oh, that was that lad. Well, it was one of them. There's a few of them, <laughs> but that was that one. Ah. Yeah. Okay, but again, he's now you know, and this lad will face fuck all consequences. No, I mean he. And it's you know, it's with... not. This is not okay. So please, can just nobody vote for the CDU? Like this is. <laughs> Like, no, seriously, like the Tories, the CDU, I don't know what it's going to take. Do you know what it's going to take? They need to try and make a super Bundesliga just funded for zu und von the CDU. (laughs) And then people will kick the fuck off. So if you are listening and are like a desperate CDU politician just (laughs) waiting to get out, I have a proposition. You can make a super league and then everyone will hate you and turn against capitalism because that's apparently what it takes. Yeah. On that note. No, wait. Oh, we wanted wait. to have one tiny, oh, tiny sorry. shred of like positive thing. Oh yeah. What's good? What is good that's happened? So one thing. It's not. It's not actually happened, but it might happen. And even then, it's still just a big might happen. We're aiming for the might happen. Right. So as we know, you can see the yellow and purple placards everywhere. They've been flyering like motherfuckers. So you should like get out and support them. The Deutsche Wohnen Enteignen movement, hmm. which we've spoken about, which is basically like collecting signatures at the moment. They have until the end of June to collect signatures to, and if they get 1,700, no, 175,000, yeah. then we have to have a, a referendum. Thank you. On whether we should basically take back the apartments from the state if people have over like, 3,000 apartments or something. Expropriate the l- big landlords. That means apart- like landlords that own more than 3,000 or a certain number of thousand apartments. And we shove would shove it to the man dance, but yeah. Expropriate, and then they would become under, not state control, but a kind of weird people's control. What? Yeah. It, it's people's not- control sounds sexy. <laughs> it sounds like when the wall came down and everyone moved to Prenzlauerberg and lived like kings. It wouldn't just be. I don't the, think the point that's is- not true history, by the way. <laughs> it's been a while since I read the website, but I believe the point is not to give the government control over really? over the um, over whether to where to sell these apartments to, but an independent council where um, the people have a, a direct representation on something like that. Well, thank God you've read it. I've just signed it, but okay. obviously <laughs> you can still sign it. I told them that I wasn't eligible to vote, and they were like, "Just sign it anyway." And because then they can collect those signatures and it'll still like they're not they can't count those signatures, but it'll show big support. Yeah. So go there. All, and so the good news is that they're already at like 100,000 or something. Yeah. And they already have until the end of June. So yeah. particularly if you're eligible to vote, go and do that. Yeah. I mean, it looks pretty Unless likely. Unless you really are on the there. landlord side in case, <laughs> which case, stop listening to this because it must be torture. <laughs> And you obviously need to go to therapy. I mean, everyone should go to therapy. It's a good idea. But yeah, so that's good. a little bit of positive news. L- look after your mental health. Um, yeah. And um, thank you. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Stay, stay healthy. Yeah. Keep 
schnell testing. It's all we've got. Just schnell test, schnell test, schnell test. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.